0: You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 139, My Perfect Children.
1: Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach, a mother of seven, and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool, and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready?
0: All right, welcome back to another episode, and I have to apologize in advance because I was so excited. I, um, I took off all of Christmas break. And then today, my husband, they watch a ton of football, and it's a big party for the boys. And so I thought, fantastic, I'm going to batch record a ton of podcast episodes. And then I got super duper sick. So you're going to hear my voice going in and out. So I'm only going to film one episode today. And then hopefully when I record the rest, that my voice is back. Um, We're doing well but definitely not feeling a hundred percent. So welcome back to 2022, a new year. I hope you guys enjoyed your holidays. We had a very fun Christmas. I've shared before. I don't know if I talk about this very much, but we don't do presents. I am not. If you do like the love language quiz or whatever it is, the five languages of love, gift giving is pretty low for me. It uh, It is very low for me, but quality time and touch, it touches my first one and the quality time is right under it. And so I stopped doing gifts. I'm trying to think, it might be eight years ago now, something like that. And we started doing presents instead. And I Love it so much. Uh, this year was a little bit different because I have two missionaries, so obviously they can't go with us. And then my daughter is moving out um, in just a week to go to Puerto Rico to be a nanny. So she's not coming with us either. So this year, this Christmas was a little interesting because we'd go around and like our missionary was on, on um, he does Facebook Messenger. And so they were all taking a turn, opening present and adult presents. Maybe it wasn't very exciting, but it were things like the missionaries got practical things like ties and socks and stuff like that and my daughter moving out got things that she's going to need that she's just been using of mine so like a blow dryer a curling iron so just some things like that some skin skincare products she wanted and whatnot so it's kind of funny so we all watched them open their presents and then open the present for the younger kids of where are we gonna go and I thought it would be hilarious. I got a thousand piece puzzle of the United States. So I was going to tell them, okay, you have to do this whole puzzle before you guys can find out where we're going. So I only made them do it for maybe about 20, 30 minutes. And then I said, okay, I'll help you. Here are the latitude. Here's the latitude and longitude of where we're going. <laughs> so then they had to look that up that was fun. We got a little uh, lesson, homeschool lesson in of latitude and longitude of how that works. But um, we're excited. This year we are doing, um, we had some roadblocks with where we're going to go. My cute little four-year-old will not wear a mask whatsoever. So uh, absolutely no flying. Um, So we decided to do a big road trip. We have our fun RV and I thought how perfect. So if you listened to last episode, I talked about, I'm doing an Ironman in california and it will be in april so i thought perfect we'll make this a big huge road trip we'll do all the things so part of the road trip will be coming to see my race and fun for them they get to watch me and then after that we're going to go to giant sequoia national forest because i really wanted to see general sherman and then we're going to yosemite and i'm super duper excited about that so that's going to be a ton of fun that's our christmas trip this year so let's dig into today's podcast episode this has been on my mind for a while. And i wanted to do episodes about it, but like I wanted to get my new schedule in and then I ended up taking off time for Christmas and all that stuff. So this has been on my mind for a few months. And, um, it's one thing to share stuff. Social media is interesting, right? Because I really am trying to be authentic on there, but I also am try- not trying to be a full blown hot mess. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> So it's one thing to post my four-year-old having a meltdown, like that's kind of silly or funny or a toddler doing something like that, right? Or, or even my ten-year-old, maybe something with him. But as the kids get older, it's not really my business to share a struggle or trial that they're having on social media. It's none of my. Uh, it's not my thing to share, right? I want to honor their privacy. So if they're going through a struggle or they've made a mistake, I am not going to publicly post about that. Um, but because of that, uh, oh, and I just want to say if I ever do share something of them, my, especially my teens, I have received their permission to do so. But with that, sometimes it may appear that my children and maybe even especially my teens are perfect So on the outside, you could look in and say like, oh, well, well, like your children are doing so great. You have two of them on a mission. They're all just graduated from high school and he did it in a couple years, received a bunch of college credits. Uh, The next two just went straight to college, got their associates. Um, Let's see, my 15 year old's already in college. My kids are hard workers. They have jobs. They pay a lot of their own way and they really are quite amazing children. However, they are not perfect. So... This, uh, this is a couple experiences that happened that made me realize some of my thoughts I have about this because I'm trying to honor their privacy and respect them and then also realizing that maybe it appears that they are perfect. So these are a couple experiences that happened that really Um, sparked the idea for this podcast episode. So the first one was at Nature Group. So I told you guys we are taking a break from our big co-op this year. And instead, we've been doing this really fun Nature Group. And it's been a blast. So one of the moms there, I love her. And she's so sweet. And she was talking to my 13-year-old daughter. And I don't know what the full conversation was, but she must have been asking her about TV or movies or something like that. And my daughter was telling her, well, at our house, we don't really watch stuff during the week, but on Friday night we have binge fest and it's super awesome. And so binge fest is just it literally is they get a binge for about four hours. And um while well, my husband and I go on a date and so she was saying like I love binge fest or however this conversation came up. So the follow-up question from this lovely mom was well what do you enjoy watching? And here I am, my daughter is a diehard Star Wars fan, right? So I'm I'm thinking like it's going to be Star Wars or something else that like I'm totally okay with. And she said, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is my favorite thing to watch. And I thought, oh my goodness, you've been watching this show? So if I'm being honest, I was super embarrassed that I didn't know my kid was watching it. I didn't even know it was her favorite show. So in her defense... Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a funny show. During COVID, um, during lockdown stuff, my family, totally guilty pleasure, we binge-watched all of Brooklyn Nine-Nine stuff. And um, it has quite a bit of language. And when my four-year-old started repeating some of the phrases from them in context – I I go, guys, I'm so sorry. I should not have been letting us watch this show. So I'm like, hey, no more watching the show. And my kids were like, well, we weren't watching it in front of the the four-year-old. So it was fine that we were watching it. So I was trying to tell them like, we just all don't want that kind of stuff in our brains, right? So it has language, it has sexual references, and it's not really a heartwarming type of show. So I was not excited to hear that my daughter was watching it during Binge Fest another homeschool mom was telling me that she was checking her son's text. And I do that too. I check my kids' texts. That's part of our policy with cell phones. But her son and my son are friends. So I knew where this conversation was going. And she's saying, I'm checking my son's text. Means she's also checking my son's text because they are friends. And another wave of panic or embarrassment or something washed over me of like, oh no, what did he send? Because I have read his text before, and we were working with him on being careful with the words he uses and and uh, the things he says to his friends and whatnot. And so I got ready for what she was about to tell me. And luckily, this was an innocent text, and she was just telling me because it was something funny, right? So my kids are all over in the homeschool community. They are in speech and debate. I've had people message me like, I got to judge your kids in speech and debate. I thought, oh, no, did, did they do something or say something that, that like uh, – that wouldn't be, quote unquote, proper homeschool etiquette or something like that, right? Um, they go to the homeschool dances. They are in seminary with other kids. They work in the area. And all of a sudden, I realize that people may judge me or them because of what my kids are doing or not doing. So I've had a lot of time to reflect about this and really think about this and really get clear on my own thoughts about this. And um, when we want to get clear about our thoughts, it's always great to see the thought that is kind of causing us problem, the thought that causes embarrassment or panic or something like that. But as I continue down that path, I have come up with a thought that I like as I prepare for, I'm sure, even more experiences of my kids out in the community or people watching my kids or just as Hippie Mama continues to grow and people are seeing my kids or, or anything like that. This is my new thought. And I love it. And so if you, if this rings true for you and you love it too, please take it. But the new thought is my kids aren't perfect. This thought brings me so much peace because my husband and I, we are trying all the time to teach our kids to be good, honest, wonderful People. We are doing scripture study together. We are being careful with the language we use in our home. We are, I thought we were being careful about movies for allowed in our home. But maybe if mom and dad are here, we're more careful. Um, we're really trying to do our best, right? And for the most part, my kids really are amazing. But sometimes they're also super human. And I don't mean like a superhero, but they are very human. And that's okay. I know as homeschoolers, we sometimes think that people are watching our children so that can prove to themselves or to you that your kids would be better off at school, or give an excuse like, "Well, they're doing that." Of course, your kids are doing that because they're homeschooled. Um, if your kids were in public school, they wouldn't be doing this type of behavior. It's because they're homeschooled or whatever. So people may tell you that you're doing a bad job, or your kid would be better off if they weren't with you or whatever it is. Right? Um, if someone does that to you, friends, so what? Let them be wrong. Childrens, Children, teens, and adults are not perfect. Your children are going to make mistakes. If there's one thing I can guarantee you, it is that your children are going to make mistakes. They may be the one telling the other kids the naughty joke. You may be the mom getting the phone call saying, do you know what your kid just said? Like, oh, okay, that's nice. Thanks. Now, maybe yours is the kid that's trying to bend or even break the rules or listen to music or watch shows that you don't think they should. Now, there may be some consequences to their choices and their actions. And I'm not going to get into that this episode. I feel like that could be a completely different episode. But what I'd like to remind you is that what your children do or don't do cannot make you feel a certain way. It wasn't my daughter watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine that made me feel embarrassed. It was my thought that she shouldn't be watching that show that created the feeling of embarrassment. Same thing with my son's text. And it was funny because the text was innocent and it was actually it was really funny. And uh, and yet I had panic that, oh, no, my son's done something he shouldn't. I should have taught him better or whatever it was. Right. And the text, like the text message ended up being completely innocent. And yet I still had felt panic. So it wasn't the message that created it. It was my thought that it should or shouldn't be this way. Right. Um, Let's see. I always lose my spot. Sorry. I'm deciding ahead of time that my kids just aren't going to be perfect. And each mistake is just an opportunity for growth and learning. I'm going to continue to mentor them, guide them and teach my children to be their wonderful, amazing selves and I plan on them making mistakes along the way. It is absolutely unrealistic to think that you can control your kids to never make a mistake. And friends, that is a quick way to have a meltdown and arguments and fighting with your kids and just to really create a lot of contention in the home is to really try to control them so that you don't they don't make a choice that you don't think they should. If you are really willing to look at that, a lot of times it's because you are basing your feelings on what they do or don't do. Right? So if my kid does this, I'm going to feel terrible. I'm going to feel embarrassed. I'm going to feel worried. I'm going to feel all these things. Um, But then you're putting that pressure on your kids for that. Their behavior is now controlling your emotions. So I want to challenge you to take back your emotions, allow your kids to learn from making mistakes, right? What if we looked at them completely different? of like, what can we learn from this? Even I've looked at mistakes, like uh, I'm using the word mistakes and and maybe we could switch that out for something else, right? Uh, they tried something and it didn't work, right? Because maybe to you, mistake might be a negative word and I'm not necessarily meaning it as a negative word, um, but just maybe that they tried something and didn't work. But I look at some different uh, struggles maybe my kids had and maybe some choices they made and looked at, looking at how much growth they've had because of it. And then looking at your own life, your own teenage years, maybe you did something that you're like, oh, I hope my kids never find out that I did this. But if you will really look at it and think, what did I learn because of that? Maybe you snuck out a lot and you're like, oh, I I learned so much why my parents wanted to keep me safe and in the house or whatever it is or whatever you tried. Think about what you were able to learn through those experiences. Because remember to sin is just missing the mark. So our Savior allows us to keep trying over and over and over again, no matter how many times we miss the mark. He doesn't get mad at us. He loves us through the whole process and knows that we are not perfect, just like our children. So if you see my kids and they do something that you don't think they should, guess what? It's okay because I already know they're not perfect. Friends, Thank you so much for enduring my voice. <laughs> it's now gone. But I um, also want to invite you in, Mama's, um, in hippie mama. What I did is I know sometimes I would like to have private coaching without signing up for a membership or maybe I want to do a session with somebody to see if it's a good fit for me. So I have opened up a couple spots where you can just do a coaching session with me. Um, there are a couple, I think maybe one or two 30-minute sessions and one hour long session you could do, um, with me. Um, and just, it's a really great place to kind of just see if, if you need more coaching or anything like that, or if you want to dig in into something in a mama's members. Um, but also just FYI, those of you in mama's members, there is a, um, if you want a private coaching session with me, I hope I have a voice, <laughs> but, um, just so you know that Uh, if you sign up in the membership, it is at a very discounted rate as part of a Thank you of being a mama's member. So anyway, just want to let you guys know about that as you're getting ready for this new year, and maybe you have some goals you want to hit and you would like some help with all of those lovely things. So I would always, always love to be part of that process. All right. Love
1: you friends. And I'll talk to you next week. Are you ready to take the concepts learned on this podcast to the next level? Then I invite you to join Mama's Members, a place where I will help you succeed in your family and homeschool beyond what you thought was possible. You will have access to hours of content, a place to ask questions, and weekly coaching calls to help you be the amazing homeschool mom you are called to be. To sign up, go to com/join. I can't wait to see you there.